0: Welcome race fans to Season 2020, Episode 16 of The Piscino Report. We've finally had some action on track, and wow, what a race that was in Jerez. Jerez 1, soon to be followed by Jerez 2 next week. So there's more news than you can shake a stick at, but here at Pacino GP, we're not going to dwell on what you might be reading elsewhere. Here, our man with the plan, the master himself, Mr Manuel Piscino, goes so much further and uncovers the real stories behind the scenes. So with that said, it's a hearty welcome to the usual team. Andra, Dave and Manuel, I hope you've all had a fantastic weekend. Andra, how was your first MotoGP race?
1: Oh my God, you know, there was a lot of anticipation. I was worried that when I went to watch it, I'd go, oh, this is boring. But we even had friends over for dinner on Saturday night and I had to put the TV on because I thought, I'll wait till they've gone and then I'll watch it from the start. But I had to go put it on and I spent half the night standing in front of the TV and then they came and joined me. Um, When Mark fell off, I punched my husband. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think I mentioned to you guys during the week, I don't understand what this week's break is because I can't, I get now what I get it. Like I'm just just keep racing. Keep racing. Yeah, come on, just keep going. So so many things we've spoken about have made sense and let's keep it going it's all
0: coming together fantastic that's wonderful that's wonderful (laughs) dave finally it's back 200 and something days
2: apparently apparently there's been some racing
0: going on out there (laughs)
2: like something something racing something who who would have thought (laughs) i like the fact that andrew messaged us and went is this normal Yes. I was about to ask you again, though. Is
1: is that is it seriously? Is it always like that, or was this extreme?
2: Yeah. As Stu said, that was one of the quiet ones. Yeah, so. <laughs>
1: God, it was I'm a little of the, the stress. There's always oh, some
0: controversy like that, but yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. And boss, I believe you were there. While you couldn't get into the track, you were there. You were, there, you were hearing the bikes resonating off the hills in the distance. How is Jerez this time of year?
3: Hi to everyone. Yes, finally, uh, we started again and the expectation was big, but (laughs) the reality was even bigger, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I went there. I went to Jerez because I wanted to see after, I don't know, the first time I went to Jerez was probably 1990. Mm -hmm. And since then, I didn't miss one. So I wanted to go there and see how it 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 was without these 130,000 people around you know and at the end well it was a little bit more more boring out off track but on track it has been <laughs> one of the most exciting races uh, i have seen and andra you you entered in this through the big door you know right
1: right <laughs> manuel i have to ask you a very serious question because i know we made lots of jokes leading up to this that you'd be in a rabbit suit hiding somewhere did you or did you not actually hide behind a bush while you're watching the race
3: <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> well, the races. A, a bush exactly not but uh I tried to hide, and I was—I had some issue with the Spanish police. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, that. We
2: will look, leave Jean it Dames here. We, we will
3: leave it here, okay? Yeah, we will oh, leave brilliant. It here. That's dedication. Oh,
0: <laughs> wonderful. Well, fantastic. It's—it's it's so good to uh, to see the racing back on TV. Uh, although none of us could be there, so I, it's just great feeling to be back, Manuel.
3: Yes, Stu, and I wanted to underline what you said in, in the intro. Look, we are here. We will completely avoid the official press releases, the official yep. statements, because uh, this stuff our listeners can get anywhere. You know, exactly. we have our own opinion. Uh, people might think that maybe we are too critical, or others may think, "Hey, this guy seems that they think they know everything." Okay, <laughs> but this is our idea, and what we say, we do it or we do it always with a reason and with uh, some background, okay? We don't just shoot into the the out. And this is important people to know.
0: That's exactly right. So what I thought we'd do this week, given that we've actually got racing to talk about, um, let's start at the back of the grid, and we'll talk about riders and teams, and we'll work our way up to the obvious controversies um so without further ado there were a couple of guys that started the race but didn't finish the race and on the bottom of the classification list there on MotoGP.com, the first poor guy is one young Juan mia i tell you suzuki's weekend couldn't have gotten any worse manuel a couple of words about uh, mr mia what do you think
3: yes uh look it's a shame because uh Juan in uh, practice, he was pretty fast. In fact, if you look uh, to the pace of uh, free practice four, that is the practice session where the riders use the closest race setup on their bikes, Juan was basically the four fastest guy on the grid before the yep. race, okay? Yep. In front of a guy we are going to talk later, that was Fabio Quartararo, mm-hmm. in front of him exactly but something happened with the suzuki which i don't know and at the end um he was thrown back on the starting grid juan mir and this affected completely his race i think that he went to the race very anxious and immediately crashed. okay this mm-hmm. is a mistake that juan in his second year in MotoGP gp and with the responsibility and the pace he had it's a big big mistake that uh, has to be hardly criticized. He cannot do this again. You know, yeah. he has. A, he yeah. had. He could have easy uh, finish uh, between the ten first, absolutely, mm. and even more. But, but he got overreacted himself. Sorry, Andrew. Yeah. Andrew. Yeah.
1: Oh no, I was just going to ask because I obviously don't mean to fall off. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, just because you're talking about did, mistakes. Did, did you say marks
0: off? He clearly well, did yeah, that actually on
1: he definitely was playing, <laughs> trying to yeah see how far. It's like a little kid trying to push God to see how far he can go or something. Um, but is it because he pushed too hard? Is that what you're saying? He should have just eased off a bit.
3: Look, what, what I mean is, I don't know if he crashed on lap one, two, or three. If the race is going to be twenty-five laps, he knows that he has the pace much faster than. Ten people, ten other riders who are in front mm-hmm. of him. He uh-huh. can't do this, you know. He, yeah, it's not that. If I am a team manager, it's not that when he comes back into the into the box saying, "Ah, it's a shame." No, no, it's not a shame. It's a mistake. Yep. Is
1: that because exactly. I think you've said before about them finding out about they need the distance to. Check the bike and they need the, data. the performance and all of that.
0: That's right. And it's
1: it's possibly
0: still a sign of immaturity for, for Juan, given that as you know, with what happened to Alex earlier in, in the weekend, as you say, Manuel, his whole um function that weekend has changed. It's more important for him just to ride the laps, get the distance in, and perhaps he didn't mentally deal with that.
3: Stu, look, we never have to forget that we are talking about the 20th, four best or 22 best riders in the world their income yeah (laughs) their income per year is are millions yeah so you it's not like a junior you me or whoever crashes in a on on, on a truck while he's riding no no they are professional they they get a lot of money for that and they have to do a certain job and when Mm -hmm. they do something like this they just uh, had mistaken this is so clear
1: Yep, is he related to that space station that used to keep messing up when they first stuck it into space in the nineties?
0: Well, I think he might
1: be now. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Was it the MIA space station? kept going wrong?
0: That's the one. Must yeah. be related. Yeah. And so, just quickly before we move on, Manuel. So the the wider implications for the Suzuki team, given that they've got no data whatsoever from this weekend.
3: Well, the Suzuki have been the the, the big losers in in this race because both riders were ready to to really perform. Uh, Rins, again, in uh, Saturday's FP4, Rins was number three.
0: Yeah. You should have seen the messages going back and forth between Dave and myself. We were like, yeah, yeah, Rins, Suzuki, here we go.
3: He was number three. Mir was number two. And again, uh, he crashed in the qualifying practice because he jumped off the bike because he was ready to hit the protections. So did you actually? To-
0: did you hear about his statement about that, Manuel? I don't, and and I'll apologise at this point because we have had um, listeners uh, having a go at us for interrupting you. So I do apologise, <laughs> and I'll try to minimise how much I do that. But <laughs> but I was I was reading somewhere. Uh, in fact, no, it was it was on video footage. They were interviewing Alex, and he said he'd seen Jack go down, and he he felt himself lose the bike. The only reason he didn't get off the bike was because he knew there was another rider in the gravel and he didn't want to hit the other rider. So he stayed with the bike that much longer to make sure it was going away from the other rider. So to me, that's like, like, kudos. Well done. That's brave. Yeah.
3: Impressive. And how quick they think, you know, because everything happens in within a second or less.
0: Milliseconds.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah okay, well, let's push forwards. So, Aleish Espagro and, and the Aprilia team.
3: Well, uh, we have to repeat the same statement that we said with uh, Mir. Okay, yep. Aprilia, again, uh, I think I spoke with his uh, crew chief yesterday mm-hmm. and he told me that, well, uh, Aleish got upset because he was riding with uh, some Ducatis and he with uh on the brakes he couldn't overtake them with the engine as well and then he got Mm -hmm. nervous and crashed the same look it has been the first race for the new aprilia right this race he should have finished anyhow even if it was in position 15 16 because what the engineers need at this point is information not that his rider uh, crashes fighting for position eight or nine. That's no, it. this can not happen.
1: Yeah, it's so almost a cardinal sin. Would this would this commonly happen in the first race of a season or do you think is this to do with the being locked down
3: and not being out of practice? Well this is very interesting Andra because uh, just a few days before the start of the of the Grand Prix I I spoke with the n- neuropsychologist that has made Dovizioso change his attitude in the last Mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. And he explained me something super interesting. He said to me, look, after such a long uh, breakdown, after uh, so many months uh, without the riders capable to do what they are trained to do, he said to me, there are different points that happen, but the most interesting is that there is a biological change in the riders okay and how biological what does this mean he said to me look it's it's expected that in the first two weeks after starting back the activity the riders are not ready to take lucid decisions you say lucid in english Mm
1: -hmm. yeah, yeah yeah yeah
3: Lucid decision in English. And then he advanced to me. He said, look, it might happen that we will see a lot of crashes. We will see uh, riders uh, doing mistake, uh, unexpected mistake, and not not, uh, to their level. And this is exactly what we have spoken about Mir, what Mm -hmm. we have spoken about Alexis Pargaro, and there is a Mm -hmm. long list of uh, issues that have happened during the weekend that we will see.
1: I guess yeah. just playing video games and lifting your weights and running isn't, it's still not actually exactly, racing. Exactly. Yeah. The decision making mark, isn't so. there yet. Yeah, Dave. Mm. Man, well, we saw some reliability issues with Alicia's
2: bike uh, in the test um, earlier in the week. And there was some commentary running around that it was having to dial some of the performance back uh, on that. And did you get a sense of uh, how much they've restricted that uh, development? going forward when you spoke with um, alicia's crew chief
3: yes he told me more or less that the bike or the engine is working at uh theory theoretically 75 <laughs> percent of the performance
2: wow yeah, okay. okay so that yeah they dialed it back 25 yeah, so
3: and then exactly on the, in the race imagine with a minus 25 fighting yeah. with the Ducati. So he it's got hamstrung. desperate. He, got he can desperate. start to see
2: where, yeah, Alish was getting a little frustrated or yeah, exactly. knowing that yeah. he had more in there.
3: But again, he got frustrated, but he's a professional rider.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So pushing on, I'm I'm going to skip through. There's two people that were clearly not classified. Um, one, Mr. V. Rossi and one, Mr. M. Marquez. I'm going to bypass them for now and we'll talk about them later. There's no, um, t- t- no, <laughs> there's no story No, there's no story. Everyone knows un- that story. <laughs> that's it. The other non-finisher was uh, Andrew's favourite name, Mr. Ika Lekawona on the, oh, I uh, on the, on the Red Bull the every time campaign. I said it, I was just
3: like, coolest name it's ever. It's a great
0: name. It is a great name. So well, any news ho- there or
3: was, no, was that just no, no, a... Not, uh, not many news. Not news at all, in fact, but it, it was Ika's first Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, he has started in a race where the temperature was sixty degrees on the ground, forty-five <laughs> degrees in the air. So, Aww. you know, I think he was thinking, "What the hell am, am I doing here?"
0: But exactly, yeah. They call it a trial by fire. This was almost literally a trial by fire. <laughs> Indeed. Okay, so uh, moving moving through the grid to the to the actual um, the the finishes. Um, so the, the other Aprilia rider, Bradley Smith, great to see uh, another English rider actually uh, on on the grid there and finishing, uh, even though he's maybe a part timer. I was a bit but, worried uh, with what, his what complexion think of-
2: on the starting yeah, he- <laughs> grid. Honestly, thought that he was going to spontaneously <laughs> <melt>. combust. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> what do you think of Bradley's ride, Benwell?
3: Well, he is uh, he, he gathered data. Yeah, he's a, a test rider that has exactly. been thrown into the races. You can't. Uh, demand and expect too much from him he has a job to do and yeah y- you look don't you think that he could have thought oh this is an opportunity i have to do my best and show how good i am mm. no he did exactly. his job he brought that bike into the uh, finish line
0: he did that's, that's what right. he had yeah. to do
3: yeah
1: yep
0: perfect uh, sorry i don't yeah. mean
1: to butt him but the kid like as you're that's talking powerful. now i no, no no but <laughs> the conditions and the first race back and the Temperature and the like—it was so intense. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I can't even imagine what it was like for the riders or the new riders because they would have had this adrenaline going, and they would have been dehydrated. And yeah, man. I mean, they've all
0: ridden in hot conditions before, but for, for the for the for the new guys to to combine that, that with hot, the MotoGP bike first that? time—oh, that's insane! Yeah, uh, push forward, Tito Rabat. Good old Tito on the uh, on the Hublot Adventure Racing uh, bike.
3: Nothing, nothing to say about Tito. You know, he's yep. just one more man on the grid and
0: gathered data.
3: Yeah, no, yep. <laughs> it, it doesn't need his data. I don't think nobody needs. He's just there.
0: Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, and that right next one, one of my big stories from the weekend, and something I was really, really pleased to see, is Mister Brad Binder, the Red wow. Bull KTM yes. guy. Yeah, what yes. a ride!
3: He was brilliant. I, I really don't know what happened at the end, but I saw him mm. there position nine, no? Nine, yeah. eight. And it wasn't was he, Wasn't he lapping faster
0: than anybody else
3: at one point? Astonishing. Very good, Brad. Very good. And this has been a fantastic de- de- debut. Debut? Yeah. How do you say debut? Yep. Debut. Debut. Yes, fantastic. Yep. Mm-hmm. And really, really promising. And I'm looking forward because next weekend we are... We, they are going to race on the same track. So Brad has yeah. some experience he's, and having shown yeah. what he's shown, I'm looking forward to see what will this mean.
1: Are you going again next weekend?
3: No, no, no. Enough. <laughs> Too hot. <laughs> <laughs> they know what you look like yeah. now and they know your hiding spots. <laughs> <Yeah>. Enough.
0: <laughs> he's getting a head start. He's going to start riding to the Czech Republic. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, next one up the grid there is uh, the other Repsol bike of uh, Mr. Alex Marquez. He well, was going alright for a while there. Eh?
3: Uh, I think that I don't. i look. I don't. I don't have a good memory, but I think we have spoken before. What we could expect from Alex in his first ride and on a track that is one of the worst has been one of the worst for him in the mm-hmm. other categories. Then yeah. add to this that he crashed on Friday. That for yep. me, he was completely out of the Grand Prix after that crash mentally, not mm. physically. Add to this the difficult condition with this heat and these tires and this stuff. So mm-hmm. it was a difficult time for him.
1: Yeah. Has he raced much before without Mark on track?
3: Uh, yeah. He,
0: he well, he's probably got two or three years. Is he two or three years younger he, than Mark, yeah. or four or five years younger than Mark?
3: He's younger. He's younger. No, in the championship, Mark has always been on track when he yeah, was. Yeah, that's there. what I'm curious if that's going to change. Yeah. Well, that,
1: but in being in Moto in GP being racing without having Mark there? Because he obviously has a big influence over him and he kind of looks out for him and he guides him. And what will it be like on track for him without Mark there?
3: Well, I, I think at the end, and we, when we get to Mark, we will see. I At the end, I think there will be just one race without Mark on the track, but he has his father yeah. and this. But anyhow, uh, Alex, uh, it's exactly happening what we foresaw. He's suffering, Mm. suffering, and he will suffer with this bike. Look, if Mark had had a normal race, Mark had won that race with the Mm. same bike, painted in the same color, his brother would have finished. I don't know, not even the position he finished. I don't know which one. Mm He's
0: in 12th. He would have been 13th.
3: 13th. Look at this.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm just curious if it's that whole, you know, living in his brother's shadow thing, if that will have much without having that extra yeah. oh, pressure. Oh, of-
0: ne- next week he's going to feel like a very small fish in a very large pond with mm. some big sharks in it. Don't worry. But realistically, he's as, as we spoke about last week, it's it's almost a freebie year for him. He knows he's not going to be there next year. Um, Go and have he, fun. He knows what the plans are. Exactly. He's got a, a, almost a free year to acclimatise himself in the MotoGP.
3: Yeah, but Andra, uh, I think that it's not exactly fun what he's going to have. It's more mm-hmm. you know But is it I,
1: is it less pressure because he, he's sort of
3: I, I would describe it more like he's going to have a lot of frustration, let's say. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Yeah. That's always been his keyword. All right, I'll push forwards. Uh Johan Zarko, is anything to say there?
3: Disappointing for me. I expected much more yep. of him. Uh, he's riding so. a ducati 2019 this we don't have to forget mm-hmm. but uh, if sarco look, Sarko has had the best opportunity to get a good ride in ducati right because there are different bikes free and mm-hmm. he has to take this option remember as we talk about sarco i think there has been no other rider in in MotoGP who has had the opportunities sarco has had Remember, he yeah. the first MotoGP he rode was Suzuki. Remember, uh-huh. in a test in Japan, before, when he was still a Moto2 rider, he 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 tested a uh, Suzuki. Then he really? he raced with Yamaha, he raced with KTM, he raced yep. with Honda, and now with Ducati. And all this in how much? In three, four seasons.
0: Three, four years. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So Crazy. look, he has had. The most opportunity than mo- probably nobody else. So it's time for him to show that he can do it.
0: Yep, exactly. That's 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 a really good summary. I def- I agree. Um, next on the list is uh, probably my biggest disappointment of the uh, of the weekend it was uh, the fact that we didn't see Taka Nakagami's sister. <laughs> uh, we did. <laughs> oh, you did
3: see her. I didn't see her. I, 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 I texted <laughs> you. Stu, so, you were looking in the wrong it. direction.
1: I saw that message pop up, but I didn't. I missed it too. She was on the grid. Oh,
3: she was on completely on the missed the her. grid. Oh, yeah. Imagine if Dave would have missed her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: That you can guarantee my, one of us is gonna that, is gonna get it. That
3: was my him.
2: entire weekend. That was, <laughs> that was just.
0: <laughs> so, what do you think? Attackers ride um, banwell.
3: Uh, I don't have too much to say. At the end, he has been the best uh, Honda rider of the weekend, no?
1: I was expecting yeah. him to be up a bit higher. Was Where does he that? normally sort of sit?
2: As long as he's in the top 10, that's around his normal. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. He's normally okay. around
1: the periphery. Yeah, the top I was kind 10, of then. looking for him every now and then. I was like, oh, no. Nah.
3: Yeah, what- but uh, remember all the riders who were missing on the grid. Where yeah. if not, and most of them would have finished in front of him. Me, Brins, Crutchlow, Marquez, Rossi. Rossi so, yeah. <laughs> put another five in front. Put another yeah, five exactly. in front. Yeah, yeah,
0: nice. Okay, pushing up. We've got the uh, the the first factory bike of the Ducati team. It's uh, Danny Petrucci.
3: Uh, Danilo, it happens the same to him that, as uh, Alex Marquez. He crashed on Friday. And Mm -hmm. he hurt. He got his uh, neck hurt. So he was physically completely finished. And even so, he raced. So there is no much to say. It's a shame that he has started the season this way. Yeah, he
0: didn't look healthy. He didn't look healthy at all. Um, Okay, moving up to number eight, Miguel Oliveira, the other uh, other Red Bull bike.
3: Oliveira, for me, was a little bit uh, disappointing because along the whole race, we saw in front of him uh, Brad Binder Mm-hmm. And Paul Espargaro, so uh, yeah. said this. Uh, it's a good sign that uh, Brad, Paul, and Miguel have been more or less in the front. KTM uh, seems to have done an important step uh, step forward in the performance of their machines.
0: I was going to mention that. Yeah, the, the the performance does really seem to have stepped up a notch. They're they're moving up the midfield very quickly and with. Getting riders of the caliber of caliber of Brad Binder on board now, there could be some big things ahead for them.
3: Yes, yes, I'm looking forward to see Brad.
0: Definitely, yeah, Dave.
2: Manuel, do you believe that there's a? I know that uh, Techtoir have gone on record as saying that there is no difference between uh, their bikes and factory KTM. Do you believe that there is a there are slight differences? Is there a, a, an A spec and a, a lower A spec that's going on there?
3: No, no, I i don't think so i i have to we have to trust on what they say but the big uh the big difference uh, they they can have the same bike but the number of engineers that are in one garage and in the other is what makes the difference yeah okay. you know but- when a factory team comes in five sick engineers jump on the bike keep listening mm. maybe on the other garage with the same bike it's just one and when they when they have to analyze there are four brains in one in one box and one brain in another.
1: How much, because um, I know the teams were a lot, sm- was it 12 people that are allowed in for their team for the weekend? How did that affect with having less engineers and all that there for this weekend?
3: Well, in, in fact, for the next uh, race, there are some more more people uh, allowed to get in. Okay. You know? I, okay. But I think the people who were missing were um, second line people. The top guys, okay. they were there, and if they were not there, they were connected through computers to the circuit
1: cool. and their partners. Because I was chatting to like Remy's girlfriend and also Jack Dixon's um, wife a little bit over the weekend, and just you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, how weird it was for them not being there because they're used to being there to support them. And I guess the guys would have felt that majorly. Like you've spoken about it before, they have their people around them that make them feel good and boost them up. They didn't have yeah. that
3: exactly.
2: I'm not gonna name names, Manuel, but um, this social distancing that's going on, you gave us a bit of a warning that some of the teams may be uh, having their own interpretation of of what was going on. And I thought, surely not. Surely this this must be uh, fairly clear for them. But as I said, I'm not gonna name names, Paolo Chiabatti, but if you're (laughs) gonna hug someone (laughs) and then give them a handshake from an opposition team, just make sure there's no
3: cameras around, mate. Well, Yeah, yeah not we, going yeah. names
0: of the entire Petronas SRT team. Yes, that's a mixed good
1: message, message nowadays,
3: isn't it? <laughs> Look, I tell you something. I was in a certain hotel in a <laughs> n- nearby, and in my hotel there was a Moto Two rider that did a very good race with his team, and they were in mm-hmm. the swimming pool with other hundred people. Around, you know, and I tell you more, they were from Valencia and you know that the paella, our typical food in Spain is from Valencia Mm -hmm. and they have taken a paella. And eating paella and in the middle sharing. of, the, of the, the food. Sharing
0: food. Oh my God.
3: <laughs> and then the next okay. f- the day, the following day. That's the face
0: they, palm they, of the week.
3: Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. go out with their mask. They are not a okay. care. Yeah. And, ah! yeah, and, yeah. and half of them probably swallowed pool water after <laughs> yeah. they'd all been yeah. exactly. 15 minutes. Uh, <laughs> no. But okay oh, you have to how do you say you have to perform in front of the camera but what you said and did you realize i can send you pictures of the grid there were uh-huh. uh how do you say invitados there were people invited that had no oh, invitationals to do. if on the grid you know so hang on
0: right Nice. Interesting. Andrew, are you were going um, to say something?
1: I was just going to quickly tell you a fun fact that I learned today. I did not realise that Luca Marini, who I believe won Moto 2, is Valentino Rossi's right. half brother.
0: Luca Marini. Well,
1: it's for well, You can't for tell Google. that by
0: looking at them.
2: Yeah. No. And
1: so he's, he is a younger model,
3: isn't yes, he? It's like, it's like a he before is. and after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, and before their, their and after ca- what world their ca- domination <laughs> their characters are so different you know because Marini's super really? serious he's uh non-joking he doesn't smile valentino says about him my brother never smiles <laughs> so they are so different oh, because wow. they, they share just the mother okay
0: yeah let's let's not go there okay we'll push let's forward, go forward. Uh, yeah. um, let's go forward definitely so, yeah, Peko Bagnaya, that's where we're up to, the um, wow, the first
1: of Peco. the, the Prime box. Yeah, I just wrote Peco. his name down because I was like, make sure you ask about Peko.
3: Look, oh, yeah. uh, Peko is for me one of the three highlights of the of the Grand Prix. Yeah. If you, Andra, if you go back to the video and you watch the races uh, again, you notice mm-hmm. at the beginning of the race, very at the beginning, Peko does an overtaking, uh mm-hmm. A strong overtaking you know mm-hmm. when i saw yep. this it's the typical overtaking force of somebody who says more or less okay guys now i have clear how this works okay so it's yep. like yep. he has said like he has like waken up and said okay now i got how this how this works you know mm-hmm. the typical overtaking that we saw back when he was in Moto2 dominating. So it's a super good news to see Peko there. And it's really something that I was looking for because I like him. And because he's a, he has shown in the lower categories that he's an extreme talented rider. So mm. welcome to Peko. And maybe Ducati hasn't the need to go outside to look for the riders, they are they need exactly. I was going to say, have mm. they? Has Dovey yeah, you just signed stole my thunder year on year? Yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind,
0: we can edit that out. Dave, you got a question?
1: <laughs> so
3: yeah, again, has, has uh, we signed? will see, and uh, the confirmation. I am looking forward to see uh, if Peko confirms this good sensation that he has left.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice, fantastic. Okay, okay. okay him, we'll, we'll push Him and through. Remy next year.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Remy Ooh, has to know. show something more that he showed this weekend, but let's continue. He, he, was,
1: he still finished. Was he, where did he fin? Was he fifth, sixth? Yeah, Remy? Sixth, sixth
3: yeah. or seventh yeah. or something yeah. like Which that? Which I yeah. think
1: that's what he, when he spoke to us, he kind of mentioned that's where he was expecting to sit. Yeah. So he's got a exactly. plan.
0: I reckon he we does. just watch. He is, he is a man with a plan. <laughs> um, all right, pushing up the grid, uh, one of my favourite riders, Mr. Paul Aspargaro. The Red Bull KTM.
1: He's better looking than I expected. After all ah. that talking about him and his name and what we've said, <laughs> I, I expected someone a bit chubbier and older. How, how he,
0: does the How
3: does a, a, a has to look like? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like a, like an asparagus or what?
0: Like an asparagus, yeah, with some
1: funny sticky uppy hair and a bit of a green tinge. Uh, well, but, you know uh, what? I'll,
0: I'll tell you, I, I enjoyed seeing him come through from from Q1 into Q2. He had a great ride in Q1. And when I saw him get that lap time to come through to Q2, in my head, all I was hearing was the Jaws music with him. Mark, I'm coming for you.
3: (laughs) Well, I think if he had thought about this, this thinking disappeared when he saw Mark passing. Yes. Like Like he's standing still. Yeah, uh, so Paul, very good performance. I think he was, uh, it was an interesting race to see him then in the front. If I don't remember, but he was six, seven position at uh, the X. So very good, interesting race. And again, again and again, we will see in the second race, if he will confirm what we have seen in yesterday, that was very positive. No, before yesterday, two days ago.
1: Andrew. do they know i was trying to work out i could see they're holding up the sign to say who's around the writers but do they because as mark was i don't know i'm jumping here but as mark was flying up and overtaking these people there uh, there were some bigger names he was coming up to. So i'm like they're not going to let him pass and next minute he's passed them and i was mm. like did they not know did they think he wasn't there anymore or and
0: knew. There's not much they can do about it
1: okay crikey yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a bit like that. <laughs> okay, uh, pushing up the grid again, the uh, the fifth-place finisher, uh, Franco Morbidelli, the uh, the, the second-place Petronas SRT rider. What a ride. That was a good ride for fifth.
3: Yeah, Franco did a, a good ride. He did a very good ride. Uh, he's also growing, but um, you have to compare his performance with his teammate and yeah, course, with yeah. the other Yamaha rider. So mm-hmm. let's say that his performance, we should call it discreet. Yeah, yeah, fair call. Okay.
0: I think in the in the whole scheme of things, the, for the lowest place Yamaha there to be placed, f- to be, to finishing Yamaha to be fifth, is a very good sign for Yamaha as well.
3: Uh, uh, Stu, no, don't forget the guys who were missing. <laughs> there were yeah, two, very, Suzuki's, yeah. two Suzuki's, two Suzuki's who <laughs> should be there. But again, uh, fifth position... The point scoring is very good. The performance mm-hmm. is just discreet. He has uh, clearly a goal that is to be at the level of the other Yamaha riders, Valentino yep. apart.
0: Definitely, definitely. Next one, Aussie Jack Miller. Oh he was God, looking Oh, my God, the man out his
3: name. Oh, go, Jack.
0: That was a good God, ride. What did you think Jack, of that ride, Manuel?
3: Jack. well He faded the, away. Jack, um uh, he was very much in the front. He, the most interesting thing for Jack is that he started where he finished, in the front. And mm. this is something yep. that in the past uh, we didn't see with Jack. You know, he always he, mm. when he did a good race, normally he, fin- he started well and then came down. But the good thing is that it looks like he's keeping the level he showed at the end of the last season. So this mm. is very positive, but it's not enough. What a guy! It I felt tried. like
1: he was struggling, uh, uh, and again, I don't know. This is just from my observation, but it felt like he was almost being rather than attacking, defending, and trying to just. He really seemed to fight to just hold where he was.
0: Yeah, definitely, Dave.
1: Man, well, is there any talk
2: uh, behind the scenes to the uh, pain that uh, Jack was feeling in his uh, right arm? He said it was it was beyond yeah. unridable. Um, towards the end, is there is that arm pump that's coming through? Um, yeah,
3: yeah. That that's was interesting to see. He's he was talking about arm pumps, and this is uh, very good. A what?
1: V- what's a, a what? What? Uh, I was
2: waiting for that question. <laughs> arm I was pump. just like, because this yeah. is going to have big knock-on effect if this is starting to
0: hit him.
3: Yeah, no, no. But it will, yeah. the arm pumping was. I think can we uh, they,
0: can, hang on? Can we just explain for Andra what arm pump Andra's is? Andra's frowning, Dave?
3: and I'm going to get more wrinkles.
1: I don't want that many yet. Yep. What's an arm I know, pump?
0: I know you've experienced it, Dave. <laughs>
1: Is this a have-a-go-at-Dave-cause-he's-single thing? No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Manuel's just
2: got it.
0: <laughs> I was at, I was actually meaning because Dave's an ex-racer, but oh, yeah,
2: sure. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I was never that fast stewed. Manuel, are you, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Manuel are you blushing? <laughs> blushing, blushing. Uh, I- <laughs> and and everything I've I've read oh, about ooh. it, basically,
0: yeah. it's it's the the muscles, the muscles in the arm. You're using them that in a way that you're not used to using them, and um and and they you, they f- fill it with blood, and the muscles lock up, and it, it can be a form of um it, it presses on the nerves in oh. the arm. It's a form of compartment syndrome, and yeah. presses on the nerves in oh, the God. in the forearm, basically. Yeah. So the muscle basically um, sits in a
2: sheath. When yeah. the muscle expands, the sheath is supposed to go with it. But the muscle expands at a greater rate than what the sheath around That'd be it is. It's
1: excruciating.
2: It's excruciating. Yeah. Because what it does is then starts compressing on the nerves.
1: And Manuel, didn't you mention over the weekend they were struggling with heat on their hands and the yeah, almost the, like the, almost
3: the, like burnt? This happens with Alice on the Aprilia. He got almost burnt. But at the end, nobody uh, complained about this, so they were all burned, basically.
1: Oh, they didn't uh, care. They just wanted to be out yeah. there. Yeah, but I <laughs> wanted
3: to mention what Edra said about uh, the the image of Jack defending himself more than attacking, and mm-hmm. this is exactly, I think, because of this arm pump uh, issue. You know, when you have these arm pumps, basically you can uh, not close your hand. Mm. You know? oh, so he was right. fighting it's
1: with himself plus fighting yeah, with them. He, and
3: Yeah, yeah, he was basically uh, defending his position, which he did very well. So he how's did. that going to uh, affect him moving forward? Is this he, an ongoing... He has to do a surgery. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, 90% of the riders of the grid have uh, their arms uh, being opened.
0: Got, yeah. yeah, scars They're, down their mm, arms. They're going to be like
1: bionic men once they have all their bits Basically, replaced.
0: yeah. They they open the sheath, don't they, to... Uh, let it let it relax, basically. Yeah, I I had the same thing in my in my shins and my legs years and years ago. I'm so glad you said shins. Because I, yeah. <laughs> I was such an elite yeah. athlete, <laughs> But you're right. I I didn't see Jack struggling with the bike at all. Like a lot of the other riders, halfway through the race, you could see them. You know, Maverick Vinales, struggling with the tires and struggling with the bike. I didn't see that with Jack. I just saw him just slowing down. You could see there's something wrong with him. And look, in, in his defence, he was the only person that managed to push back a little bit against Mark as Mark came through the field as well, which was very very cool.
1: Yeah. Okay, I'll the push other up. Other. yeah,
0: exactly. So uh <laughs> the uh the the first podium getter was uh was Dovi Andre Davizioso. What a ride what from a Dovi. Ride. What a Recovering ride. from a broken collarbone. He was nowhere in any of the conversations or the equations, no one thought he was gonna do that anything. That was insane. See, so Mark stole there. the
1: limelight there, didn't he? Oh yeah. After Dobby rode with a broken collarbone.
3: No, but Dobby, <laughs> we we saw in Jerez, This is the pure Dobby, you know, who gets the yep. most with the less effort. If you this yeah. is if you want to describe Dobby, this is him, and it has been Efficient. all his life, uh, all his career. And this is exactly, in my opinion, and this here comes one of these things that people may, may criticize. In my opinion, this is why Dobby will never be a world champion, because he's very calculator, you know. Look, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Dobby finished in Jerez in front of many riders that were faster than him. He stayed there. He stayed in the back. He had a certain cards in his hand, and he... Played that cards at the right moment, and he took the maximum yep. out of what. Toby doesn't risk. If you see, he's a rider that almost mm-hmm. never crashes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't risk. He's a very conservative rider, but clean and strategic. St- but to be a world champion, you have to risk.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like Marquez. Exactly. We talk this about is my opinion?
3: <laughs> oh <Not> yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, just
2: Perfect. just on that, Manuel. In I thought it was. The telling of um, De Vizioso in his post-race interview um, with the lovely Amy Dagen was that he was honestly contemplating coming in. Um, He was five laps out. He was done.
3: Um, Yeah, he said... He said said after the race, I I can't uh, celebrate because I'm finished. Yes, yeah.
2: (laughs) Yep. Um, He said it was... he, he, He didn't know what got him through, but he, he he was done with five laps to go. Like, yeah, but th- he would
3: never come in. You know, the Dovicioso is a rider that has, hasn't missed one race since he has arrived at the championship. Yeah. So he wouldn't yeah. start. But again, for me, it has been a fantastic news. He has finished on the podium in the worst circuit for him In his worst circuit, he has finished the podium because he's smart. He's thinking, after here, the Jerez, we have Bernau, which is a very good track for him, and Austria, where he is a a winning challenger. So, Dobby has to go... That's a great
0: point. Jerez is not a Ducati
3: track.
2: It's not. And 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 they've survived it. They're they're one down, one to go.
3: Being as calculated as he is, he has to... I'm sure that he said, okay, we have to minimise, minimise... our lo- lose lost here in loss. I- yep, our loss in Jerez, and minimize already is a third position. Not so bad, eh?
0: That's yeah, pretty good. Exactly right. It's very good. Mm. Pushing up to uh, so the second place getter. Good mm-hmm. old MV12 Maverick Top Gun. What you think of that ride? Despite well, the fact that he had a, a chewing gum front tire.
3: Look, now come my harshest criticism of this are we going to do talk it. about his moustache does he is have that a, what it was <laughs> does he hey, I thought he, he was just sweating like and, and it was mustache, some dirt right? on his top lip
0: <laughs>
3: sorry man <laughs> not like that they don't sorry go on look a rider who starts the season thinking in the as a, ch- a real challenger for the world title yep. can't do what he did he cannot pl- he how do you say uh, the Russian roulette you call it the mm, r- yeah yeah. How can you do this? You know, you are starting the first race of the season. You are a challenger to the champion. You just mm-hmm. put—you c- can't take this kind of risks. No, and look, this no goes reason. for
0: Valet as well. No, this is exactly no, Stu, the same for Vale. It's I different. I
3: think. It's different. If you Vale, Vale during the, pra- the, the 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 practice, uh-huh. where was he on the grid? I think third or fourth or fourth row. Okay, Valet can say, yeah. okay, I am in the they're down, okay. So you think he needs I, to take the risk. I can take a risk. If I okay. if it works, perfect. Because I am ready in the shit. But the guy yeah. who, who has who will start second who yeah. will start second of the grid, who is running yeah. for the championship, who is in the first race, what was the reason to take that risk? Yeah. At the end, exactly. At the end he has been lucky. Because Mark happened this, because um, uh, Jack has had this arm pump problem, mm-hmm. so he has been the unluckiest in taking decision. Once again, yeah, he was not. It's the opposite of Andrea Dovizioso, you know.
0: Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I heard Lynn Jarvis as well say that um, when they tested that soft tire um, on this on the Saturday there was minimal difference between the hard and the soft, and so they were thinking about going for the soft. I mean, but, for, yeah, you're right. For for, for my Is that thinking... A t-
1: do they do that as a team decision or do the riders no, choose? No, as, as a
0: rider decision. The, the two sides of the garage are separate. But for me, when it's 55-degree track temperature and you've got minimal performance difference between the hard and the soft, it's a no-brainer. You don't go for the soft. Really. Exactly.
3: Look, If again, look, if you analyse FP4 once again mm-hmm. that anybody can analyze and what the riders analyze if you go through the tire set they were using you saw that the difference between soft and the soft and the hard or the what the other one in the front was minimal mm-hmm. if yep. all the riders on the grid all the others use one and, the, mm. and in free practice you saw that the difference wasn't that big go to the same than the others yeah,
0: exactly you know?
3: <laughs> go to the same because if all uh, take a wrong decision. You are in the same boat, but you can you can Risk make this big. move if you are in the tenth uh, Grand Prix of the race of the season and you need to get something special. But not That's in the right, first. Yeah. Not in the first. Mm. Yep.
1: andrew Yeah, because I don't I don't understand the whole tire thing, but I, I felt surprised that he finished the race, especially after seeing what it did to Rossi's tire when they <laughs> showed that shot of him off off track. But if he'd had dif- dif- like did he ride incredible to get where he did with the tires like that or so if he'd had two hard tires would he possibly have won and he would have done a hell of a lot better
3: Look we we can speculate I can imagine I can imagine that he uh, Maverick thought the following If you analyze the victories Mavi- Maverick had in MotoGP it's only that all all Maverick's victory has been like I I go in front and I win by myself. Mm-hmm. Remember with the Suzuki. Yep. So he has never had a victory in a fight because mm-hmm. he doesn't oh, like yeah. he doesn't like to fight. Maverick, the way of winning is clean, uh, Just take off clean and track and take me. off. So mm-hmm. yep. we saw that he started very well. Finally, he has learned how to start. So I think that he was sure that his start would be good. So he thought. I'm gonna put mm-hmm. a soft tire that will give me an advantage at the beginning, mm-hmm. so I can push and go away. This is yep. what Which I f- he
1: did. He did to start with, yeah, didn't but he? Like after he- two laps, he was finished, and then
0: <laughs> gone. Yeah, you know, yep, I it. think
1: this oh, I just sounded like one of those e-bikes. Sorry, yeah. you did. <laughs> so, <Yep>.
0: so- <laughs> speaking of speaking of guys who have learned how to start a race, winner Fabio Quattararo. That's a, a fantastic maiden win. And I think I said it halfway through the week when we, we were talking offline that he will go well if he learns to wake up for the first 10 laps of the race and he has a good race start. And he seemed to manage to do that. And he's, congratulations to the young lad. He's got his first win. What do you think of that ride from Fabio?
3: Well, I, th- I am happy because he won his first race. And now he, after having won his first race, he may think in the championship but he has been the luckiest guy this weekend of the whole track, <laughs> yep. and his victory is just a consequence of an immense amount of luck. And I explain, and I explain you why. If you go to the uh, practice pace, that shows what may happen in the race. Fabio was mm-hmm. on position number five, clearly. Mm-hmm. You can go to the MotoGP.com and have a look. Anybody can do this. But it's much easier. Yeah. People just going on the uh, official press releases and blah, 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 blah. If you go to that mm-hmm. website and you check, the fastest by far was Mark Marquez. He had the pace. Oh, yeah, that- the race pace mm-hmm.
0: was scary. Yeah, 0.3, he was 3 faster off than the was mid-38s, exactly. And he dipped into the 37s whenever yeah. he felt like mm-hmm. it. Have okay. a look at his sector right. times for sector four. Um, yes. for uh, free
2: practice four as well. Uh, Mark yep. was untouchable through another planet. So, yeah. Exactly.
3: Okay. Yep. Mark untouchable. Second was Maverick Viñales. Third, mm-hmm. close, very close to Viñales was Alex Rins. Fourth yep. was Johan Mir. Johan Johann. No, Johann yep. Mir. And fifth was uh, uh, Fabio Quartararo. Okay. Fifth so what happened to the four who were in front of him? Go, go through. <laughs> mm. Go through. So yeah. at the end, look, I don't want Bad to take tire choice, Yes, I don't crashes, want to take the merit yep. of of Fabio because he won the mm. race, but at the end yep. you have to to have you have to uh, admit the reality, okay? The fireworks, yeah. you can just watch on, on what is what is on TV or really try to understand what's happening. That's the difference.
0: Yeah. So do you think the SRT team this week is going to have some um, hard questions about that or are they just going to be reveling in the victory and go and do it again next weekend? Surely they have to be analysing that data and, and knowing that they have to do better this weekend.
3: Yeah, well, I imagine they knew this before the start of the race too because if, if, yeah, if we can analyze this imagine what they can do with all this stuff but at the end fabio was lucky and something very important for fabio is he didn't do one mistake in the race the same Mm -hmm. way he didn't do one mistake in thailand last year the same way he didn't do a one mistake in misano last year so one of the big virtues of fabio is that he does not mistakes in race
1: and Definitely,
0: he didn't fall yeah. off. Uh, yeah, Dave.
2: <laughs> All right, Manuel, I've got, a, I've got a question for you. It's something that um, I've picked up on whilst doing the podcast is that you try to encourage questions uh, to the, the listeners where they can answer the question themselves. Yes. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put one out there potentially for you. So I've done a bit of homework on this one. Fabio's best Ooh. results um, have come when he has been riding the satellite machinery. Fabio's poorer results are when he has been riding full factory. Sorry. So we're, we're, <laughs> did you just have a little
3: power nap? The first time, <laughs> Sorry. The, the first time he rode a full factory, he has won the race.
2: That wasn't full factory. He, he's still on a satellite. It's every a time satellite that he's bike. been, every time that he's because Maverick has. Uh, we saw it last year when Fabio was performing at his best. Maverick came back to uh, the setup and the machinery that Fabio was riding. So there, yeah, no, there, there there was still the, a
3: difference. The bike the bike Fabio is riding this year has exactly the same specs than Maverick's.
2: It is? But the yes, team
3: doesn't 100%. Okay. All right. But answers so that fact, one then.
2: because I've always seen Maverick coming back to what the satellite. Um, no, 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 bike no. The,
3: the, the bike is the same and I tell you more. Look, Maverick during the whole weekend once again, it's interesting because there were four different uh, Yamaha riders, okay? If you, if you follow, if you look for Maverick's quotes during the weekend, he always repeated the same. Please, don't put a finger on my bike. Don't touch anything. <laughs> don't touch anything. Don't change anything. Yeah. On the other uh, side of the scale was Valentino a disaster the tire doesn't work the bike doesn't have yeah. and mm-hmm. fabio also saying the bike is difficult so everyone was explaining their situation you understand in their words so at the end uh fabio was lucky he did his job he had uh, this time luck was on his side and then he put what a rider has to put a perfect race
0: exactly yeah and uh, and and the history books will will tell that was that was his first win. That's yeah. all the history books will tell.
1: Do you Andrew. see much change in the riders once they like? Obviously, now he's this is he's won his first race. Is there a change in and once they've won that race, do they gain a bit of extra confidence or do you see something? Look, different?
3: this is this is a like the politician says, andra This is a very good question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like you doing this question, you know.
1: I'll watch and educate myself on this and see what happens next week.
3: No, the good story is to see, and this is another thing to look at. The same way we have to look at Pecco and 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 Brad Binder. We have to see the the effect that this victory has on Fabio's mentality. It's very important because, mm-hmm. look. It's not making Fabio's victory less, but it has been not a fourth victory. And the riders, they know how they have won. They know, you know, mm-hmm. they may yeah. look. So the, he knew that the Suzuki guys went there. He knew. It's interesting to see if the click in Fabio's uh, brain has uh, switched. Or not? Mm-hmm. We would see yeah. this in the Seeing next. Seeing his
1: emotional response on the podium, I'd say that he. Who well, knows? Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, look, I know
0: we've just about gone over time already, so uh, there's a lot we still need to uh, to get through. So I'm actually going to shift now and ask Manuel what he thinks about the world champion Mark Marquez before we talk about the other person. What do you think? <sighs> Are you leaving Mar- the best for last? I am. And and there's been a lot said about Mark. I've got a feeling there's not much more to say about Mark at the moment. There's a lot of it in the press.
3: There there was, look, the headline is clear. There was only one person who could beat Mark in Jerez yesterday. This person was Mark. Mm -hmm. You know, he...
0: And he succeeded.
3: He beat himself.
0: (laughs) Mark beat Mark.
3: Yeah. (laughs) And now comes my point. Look... I explained you something. We have seen Mark doing this a lot of times, or several other times, no? When he got problem, he enters in a kind of state of, uh, I don't know, zen, and he goes yep. for it, and he goes for it, and he goes for it, and it's, it's like a tsunami, okay? But mm-hmm. mm. the difference, normally, when we saw this in the past, we, we saw on the pit wall, his manager, Emilio Alzamora, doing like, yep. hey, Signs like slow down, sending uh, messages through the board like P4, okay, P2, Uh okay. Because another point is is if, if Marquez took this in consideration, this is another point. Did you see what happened this time? The psychopata, how do you say psychopata? Psychopata. Oh, I don't know what that is. Psychopathic. Alberto Puch, no. Alberto Puch, you could see the images on the wall, making signs to, to mark, mm-hmm. to push, to push, to push. Yeah.
1: So, was he riding
3: dangerously?
1: Or, cause extremely like when he fell dangerous. Off, it didn't,
3: and the manager of okay. the team, the manager of the team, instead of considering the danger the rider was in, the mm-hmm. interest of the team, he was putting mm-hmm. fire or Mark?
0: Yeah, it seems you 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 said Zen before, and that's that's a really really good word, as as you say. When we've seen Mark previously at his best, it is a state of Zen. What I saw in the weekend wasn't Zen; it was more like a red mist. It was just. <laughs> yeah, pure I can imagine aggression.
3: his his eyes uh, full of 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 blood. But I tell you more. Look, a rider is a rider. Mark gets upset, and then he gets crazy, and we saw what happened. The team manager. Look, Mark starts the race with a clear goal. His goal was to win that Grand Prix. Okay? Yep. Very clear. So when that incident happens, suddenly the goal for Mark's race changes. So which was the goal after he left the track? The goal was to save that Grand Prix, to save mm-hmm. it as be- the best as possible. Yep. Correct? And this is something that the rider may not be... Aware to think. But this has to be done inside the box, okay? Yeah. With the manager, they say, okay, he's getting crazy. Let's try to slow down. With the Mm -hmm. timing he was lapping, there was clear that he would arrive at the top. That was not a secret. Mm -hmm. Everyone knew, you know? And then he would have finished fourth, fifth. That was good enough. That was exactly save the Grand Prix. But instead of stopping him, the, the team manager was throwing gasoline mm. on on, on the fire. Can exactly. you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine? David Brivio, Chavati, Lynn Jarvis on the pit wall, crying like an, a, a, a hooligan. Mm.
0: Can't, you know, can't imagine yeah. Lynn Jarvis doing it. Maybe this Paolo guy, Cibetti, Alberto
3: <laughs> Puig, has to be fired because. Wow, well, there you go. Not only because of this, because all the mess he has done with the riders. This guy can. Probably he's a very good coach, but as a team manager, he is not capable, irresponsible is the word. So if Mark hadn't have
1: crashed and he won or got up there, like you say, would there have been talk about how dangerous it was or would he just have been, oh my God,
3: incredible, he's a hero, hero. he got back up there? Uh, That's not the point. The point is that what happened is what happened. Okay, if, if, if. We Mm -hmm. can talk about 1,000 ifs, but... The, the managing of the situation you cannot that's blame the, word the rider that man
0: well he is he is a manager it is up to him to manage the situation you're exactly right and we've seen him and other people do it previously he knows he's got a rider that's capable of of so much and he does need to manage the situation and you're right he was probably irresponsible in how he did that maybe he overestimated the the uh, no, the strength no, 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 of the bike no, Who knows?
3: I have to check the word psychopata. Hang on, I have because Uh this is what he (laughs) look. Alberto, instead of taking care of the team and the interest of Honda and the interest of the rider, he uh, projects his frustration. He's projecting his frustration on the rider.
0: He's a psychopath.
3: Exactly, that's what he is.
0: There we go, he's a psychopath. Oh, yep.
3: Did you Google
1: Translate? I like it. No, it sounds better uh, the way Manuel said it. Psychopata. Yeah, it does. It
0: sounds better in my head. Yep, yep, Psychopata. Yep, psychopath. that okay, well, exactly. makes sense now. Indeed. Mm. Okay, we'll get, to the, we'll get to the big one now. The man himself, VR46, looked absolutely beaten and spent and done. What happened to Valet?
3: There is only one word to describe what I felt about Valentino <gasps> this weekend. And that, is it because he's old? No, that that word is. I was sad, you know, so sad, mm. so sad yep. to see Valentino yep. there. Incredible. So, uh, look, yeah. I I fe- I felt bad as a as mm. a race fan, as a journalist, as somebody who has admired him and admires him. Look, he cannot do this with his image, you know. Yeah, he has mm-hmm. to. I let's cross fingers. And imagine that it has been a bad Grand Prix, although it has been the worst Grand Prix of his career, and that maybe he can recover and come back and this. But the situation what we have saw, what we have seen, compare him with the other three Yamaha riders. It was so embarrassing.
1: Yeah. So, exactly. when, so was it purely it. the tire, or was it other? Oh,
3: it well, the
0: story is, it was the tire, and then there was a, a red alert, al- an alarm on the no, bike, and you so had to shut the, the bike tire, down. That's the, the official. Tire, story.
3: In, in the practice, the tire was not there. The, t- the the race was just the end of the situation, you know. Yeah. Uh, exactly. But during the, the practice, weekend. did you did you see did you hear about the controversy about the Michelin engineers? that said that the problem was that valentino was riding in a wrong way that's why the tire for valentino really but this in practice okay Uh he he said this engineer piero of michelin said the problem of valentino it's not the tire the problem of valentino is his riding he doesn't get out of the bike as much as the other do so Mm -hmm. in the press conference obviously valentino was very upset he uh, mm-hmm. answered these Michelin engineers, and I know that this engineer was uh, called into the Yamaha truck to apologize for <laughs> what he said.
0: No, he dared to blaspheme against the Lord. Uh,
3: you know, wow. again, again, and I tell you something more. I would beg, I would beg Valentino to think very well before signing any new contract. Look, I don't know if he if he cares, but the rest of the world cares too much to see Valentino like this.
0: Exactly. We all want to see him on the top step of the podium next year in Moto2. Hell,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fight, fighting, fighting with his brother. Exactly, That's fighting right. with Luca. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: That's it. Well, Manuel, it's been absolutely amazing, the insights you give us into what's really going on around the track have been absolutely fantastic. We've gone over time, uh but I think we we had to with that one We've it's been so long. What are your, what are your final thoughts before we uh sign off?
3: I, I don't know what happened. I but you have missed uh Cal Crutchlow.
0: <gasps> you did oh, Cuz he didn't even start the race. Of course, we haven't even spoken about Cal.
3: Oh my god. Talk to me about
0: Cal. What are your, what are your thoughts there?
3: Cal is, has been one more of these victims of this biological change that ma- has made uh, riders take not lucid decision. Like, mis- <laughs> like Mr. Vinales with his tire. That wasn't yeah. very lucid. You know, Carl has had a uh, bad luck. He crashed in the warm-up, hit his head, went to that the hospital. That was a big crash
0: too. Yeah. yeah.
3: he Luckily, they didn't find anything abnormal in his... Uh, <laughs> in his head? In his head. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find oh, a brain. I, that rattled. Uh, that was we, scary. I, I could have been uh, cruel, more cruel, but let's leave it there. And then <laughs> yeah. when he returned to the track, he suddenly started to have a lot of pain in his left uh, wrist, I think. and mm-hmm. they, Yeah, they, scaphoid. They, yeah, scaphoid. And I heard that he flew to Barcelona yesterday to get some uh, w- just one screw. In his uh, mm-hmm. scaphoid, and he will try to to race next Sunday. But and again, and this to finish takes us to where Honda situation. How much? How yes. many times did we say? What would happen if Mark has a problem? Now Mark has a I was problem. About to,
1: so, if he's out for just one week, do they put a different rider in? So both bikes are racing, or do they give no. him a week off?
3: No, they the, the they don't need to put another bike on that on that bike. But I'm uh, going back to the Honda. They if Carl doesn't race, they won't have Mark Marquez and they won't have Carl Crutchlow. Mm. So the big yep. defender of Honda will be uh, Dave uh, <laughs> Politic political Taka brother, sister.
0: That's who will be on the 93 bike next yeah, week. It'll yeah. be Taka's sister.
1: Bring back Lorenzo. <laughs> Bring back Lorenzo.
0: <laughs> Wheel him out. Wheel out Carl Fogarty. <laughs> there we go.
1: So, yeah, but seriously, so if these guys are out, what, there's just no, there's two bikes missing off the track?
3: Uh, they can, I think, I'm not very sure, but they can, uh, the bike may not race for two Grand Prix, I think, then they have to... Mm-hmm. Another rider has to be ah. seated on the bike. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So they'd okay. put like Stefan Bradle or something on it. Yeah, as the or Alvaro runner,
3: Bautista. Yeah. They could get Alvaro, Alvaro Bautista from yeah. Superbike. There will be options. Yeah. But, but that, that
0: would, m- he'd
2: kiss his World Superbike uh, challenge away, though. I think that's a long bow to pull for Alvaro. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay, guys. So that's that was the Spanish Grand Prix. Yeah. Bring just on, on, just a quiet
0: on. Yeah. Um, so, Andrew, I- your your first race, what do you oh think? Oh,
1: my God. I seriously, like, I'm, I, these weekdays are crap. I don't like weekdays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm pumped, and I've got no plans this weekend, so don't bother me. I'm just going to be- Nice. <laughs> watching, <laughs> watching, watching. Love um, it. I just want to give a little shout-out to Yash. He's been um, educating me as well on social media and having lots of conversations about the riding, and I think he's one of the most excited people in the world that racing were back, so- excellent Big what's up out, how you
0: doing excellent <laughs> nice and dave how's it feel to be watching uh, riding and racing again
2: it's like you said it feels a bit surreal um yeah you're looking at video and you're realizing that it's new like you're not watching the same replays <laughs> over and over again <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah even the even the subtle differences on the bike like the ducati has different livery on it um yeah that that, that fascinates me now, so exactly, <laughs> it's the little changes. And some that some have of the me.
0: digital overlays, yeah. as well, are really good. Some yeah. of the new graphics that they've got, it's it's very cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It's, um, so, all right, boss, it's been I an amazing mean, week. Oh, no, Andrew, go. I'm You've got sorry, something.
1: this is really, really, really important. Until oh, you guys on. hear us again, our little friend here, Stu, is going to have a birthday. So, happy birthday, <gasps> Stu. <gasps> oh, 21 is. again. Whee! Is it this weekend?
0: It is race Next day, weekend. 26th. Yep, oh it is God. this Sunday. They're racing for me. This
1: week, I think he said something to me about covering himself in peanut butter and standing in front of the TV for the weekend. Oh, yeah. if, if I remember correctly.
3: Question: Question. Who do you want to win on Sunday? Okay, quickly. Oh, um, I Fabio again. No, no,
1: I don't actually. What? Who do I want oh, to? It's a really good question. I don't.
0: But the thing is, I don't want Maverick to get up either. I think I want Dobby to win. <laughs> oh, I think I want Dobby to win.
1: Maybe it's not going to happen, but I
0: think I want Dovi to win.
1: Andrea? Oh, Fabio again. I want to see him. Yeah, I want to see him keep going. You can shake your head. You don't know what's going to happen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dave? Dave? <laughs> uh, Mia, I, I want this uh, shortened season to be just full of upsets. I, w- nothing, nothing would make me happier than just complete random winners for the next thirty race. <laughs> Love it. And what about you,
0: boss? What do you think?
3: Ah, I like the option uh, Dave just mentioned. That would be fantastic. It'd eh? be, it'd it. It. yeah it would be
2: just. Can you imagine? It would just take the excitement to another level. Oh, yes.
3: A Suzuki one-two. Yeah. Yeah. Rins, Rins will be
0: back. All of the, He'll have a miracle recovery. He'll be back, and then it'll be a Suzuki one-two. Well,
1: What's in that case, a, I'm or, going or for Tito. Paul. I want Tito to win. <laughs> 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 You're
0: being crazy. Yeah, Brad. Brad Binder's going to yeah. win. Brad. <laughs>
1: okay oh dear. guys let's see what happens fantastic
0: all right <laughs> have an thanks awesome very week much, everybody. everyone <laughs> thanks so much listeners see you next Stay weekend upright. enjoy pareth right. two bye